uh, where Houston's heading is actually, I think it's on a positive note, you know, but there are some challenges, correct, where Houston has to kind of encompass and, and, and revolves around three kind of pronged areas. One is the government policy, correct, application of it. You know, it, it, it is seen as a carrot stick approach. Customers, industry players, as well as consumers play a, a, a key role. And the third is the innovators, correct, driving cost and commerciality. And, and this has to be overlaid against a time frame, which is what we call the 2030 or 2050 time frame, where, you know, we, we are being carbon neutral uh, or even carbon negative. the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. Uh, And we've been discussing targeted industry growth, uh, any shifts from the pandemic, and what some what opportunistic trends may present itself moving forward in the future in a post-COVID environment. Uh, we previously had a uh, interview and a uh, guest with the Greater Houston Partnership, where the organization discussed the oil sector's impact and the region's shift to renewables, as they call it, Energy 2.0. So we're continuing in that same vein. And we have today uh, Thomas Henry, who is the COO of Unique Ventures based out of Houston. Hey, Thomas, how are you? Good. Hi. How, how are you doing? The weather, the weather here is great. Excellent. You can't see it, of course, in a visual podcast, uh, but uh, it's excellent weather here. Well, good. So briefly tell us, you know, a quick blurb about Unique Ventures. Since you're in the uh, clean tech space, you have this um, accelerator that you're collaborating with the Canadian, uh, what is it? The Canadian... And yeah, so mm-hmm. it is with the uh, Canadian uh, so-called uh, clean tech accelerator uh, called Foresight. But again, it is actually a, a need in the Canadian ecosystem to actually uh, have something that is very similar to the model that we have over here. And, and that's why it has been spurred by the um, by the Canadian uh, economic development, uh, as well as the uh, people from the Canadian consulate in in Dallas. Okay, so you, Unique Ventures helps to commercialize clean tech companies, right? So obviously, Houston is the energy capital of the country, um, and you can say a leader globally when it comes to energy in that sector. And when it comes to uh, building out the capacity to grow. The, uh, the industry from clean tech and renewables, where do you see the uh, Houston's potential in really taking charge of that and helping uh, startup companies and other ventures to really scale and grow in the region and a- across the country? Yeah. So again, maybe what I can put it is in the context of, I mean, everybody's talking about COVID and post-COVID, correct? So uh, I personally feel there was no change from pre to post-COVID. You know, I would just use that as a marker, as a change agent on how quickly the oil and gas industry has kind of plummeted due to supply demand uh, inflection. And so there was an increased level of awareness in the industry that spurred by also consumers, correct, for the first time, uh, preferably by carbon neutral or carbon negative type products. So in, in, in a way, uh, where Houston is, is, is heading is actually, um, I, I think it's an, on, on a positive note, you know, but there, there, there are some challenges, correct? I mean, where, where Houston has to, to kind of encompass and, 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 revolves around three kind of pronged uh, areas. 
One is the government policy, correct application of it. You know, it, it, it is seen as a carrot stick approach. Um, customers, industry players, as well as consumers play a, a, a key role. And the third is the innovators, correct? Driving cost and commerciality. And, and this has to be overlaid against a time frame, which is what we call the 2030 or 2050 time frame, where, you know, we, we are being carbon neutral uh, or even carbon negative. Well, obviously, Houston can lead that charge, right? Yes, definitely. I think there, there is clear leadership in Houston, you know, on numerous fronts. Uh, I'm, I'm backing with clean tech. But again, you know, it, it's good to, to, to try to measure, correct, and have some key milestones and translating these so-called goals to KPIs and, and, and make sure these KPIs are measurable for the three players that I just mentioned, correct? I mean, from, from a government policy, from your customers, which is the industry players and consumers, and then also the innovators who are bringing the technology to fruition. From a policy perspective, what do you think uh, companies like yours um, would want to see? Yeah, so again, there, there, there needs to be um, a, a win-win, correct? I mean, so for companies like us, where we work with our alliance partners, industry players, where we provide companies or innovators or startups with the opportunity for field trials. So um, what we liked about the Canadian system that hopefully Houston can start thinking about how government policies can play, there's a very active role in uh, from the government in trying to make sure that um, companies like us actually thrive, correct, in terms of either support from, from funding, but more importantly, to provide that, that, that so-called growth for uh, startups to say, hey, you know, I'm going to take a risk at your technology and we're going to try to fund half of it while the industry funds half of it. So a lot of it has to do with, you know, with, with clean tech to, to say, hey, am I going to take a risk in trying to prove up that technology and how do I prove up that technology? So they get into bed quite easily with the industry players in, in trying to work together to a clean tech goal and KPIs. Okay. So let's... Houston could benefit from that. Okay. A bit more from, from, from policy. Okay. So let's talk about Unique Ventures because you're helping to bring more of these uh, ventures to the pipeline. So what type of work That's do right. you do with them? Okay. So again, um, so we, we, we serve as a technology bridge between, so like what we have for it in Canada, but we have got a technology bridge with Business France. We've got a technology bridge with Innovation Norway, uh, the Israeli Innovation Authority. And what we do is we seek technologies globally that are ready to do business in Houston, correct? But to do business in Houston, it's not easy. So in terms of, when I say not easy, it is just the ability to do field trials. It is about trying to say, hey, I'm introducing that technology to, um, to but I'm, I need the industry to be able to um, provide that um, field to test my technology. Correct. So that's that's where I think Houston has got a, a, a massive amount of capacity to be able to do that. And, and, and that's what we are trying to do in, in terms of bringing Canadian companies. Like last year, we vetted about 500 companies from Canada that want to play in the Houston, uh, what do you call it, ecosystem. 
and uh, and it is all not only just clean tech, but also transition type technologies. Correct, what we call ESG type technologies, which a lot of people tend to 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 kind of sideswipe it. You know, because ESG is not just about reducing carbon footprint; it is one element of it, but it's also about maximizing and and, and trying to understand what your operational efficiencies are to reduce. The, the the carbon emissions correct so it is a, a very how shall I say complex problem but people tend to just go for the uh, quick wins correct okay so let's uh, shift to growth opportunities in Houston so obviously because of the pandemic we're seeing a lot of shifts in different markets and it looks differently depending on where we're talking about so for example out in the West in Silicon Valley you're seeing a lot of exits which was already happening happening in California. But since the pandemic, we're seeing more of it. So uh, a lot of different markets are they stand to gain from a lot of the Silicon Valley companies that may be looking to relocate. So for those clean tech companies that may be based out of that region, uh, what do you think uh, Houston has to offer for them to choose Houston versus somewhere else? Well, uh, Houston has got a very diverse, how shall I say, um, mindset correct i mean and and with the diverse mindset you get people to be able to think different scenarios different opportunities what what, what is interesting is silicon valleys can come and relocate to houston hopefully the the silicon venture arm also try to relocate so that's why i think with houston we have created this hx fund to funds correct i mean the ability to invest in houston so not only the startups relocating back to canada i mean to 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 houston but also to have um, the venture capital to, to to come in and 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 play in our system ecosystem that would help and benefit a lot and i think it's going to be a long road for the venture uh, uh, people from Silicon Valley because they feel that oil and gas is dirty, you know, I need to go to the clean tech. But again, I, I, I keep telling people, you, you know, you have to understand the swim lanes of an oil and gas and a clean tech. And there is a thing called a transition. And it's that, it's that transition that we talk about that, that needs to happen because that is doing current business, correct, much more efficiently. And that alone can reduce your carbon footprint. And then you say, hey, how do I uh, look in the other swim lane, which is the clean tech swim lane, and how do I get a kind of a parallel processing uh, in, in, in that part? So you can't die, you can't divorce one from the other. And I think both can survive in a happy ecosystem. So Silicon Valley's need to come and think and say, hey, how can I, how can I, how shall I say, spur my company over here in, in Houston, which is predominantly uh, kind of oil and gas, you know, uh, and, and say, hey, my clean tech can solve an immediate problem right now in the oil industry, but in the longer run, this is the way to go, correct? So I think that there's an opportunity, so they shouldn't be looking at, oh, I'm just coming here to establish a clean tech, but think about how you can actually um, uh, get into the system first before trying to, to uh, solve world hunger. <laughs> well, you know, just based off of what you're saying, um, the greatest potential to tap into uh, maybe more immediately is the venture side, you know, when it comes to recruiting those companies, um, because obviously that's going to help to scale the capacity of uh, startup ventures in Houston to be able to grow and scale the way that they need to. And, you know, when you mention how you have these uh, links, global links to other 
um, technology focused um, districts or um, arms around the country from Israel. I think what your company is doing, including with what others do, that's also going to help to scale um, the growth um, of the clean tech and renewable sector in the region. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if, if we take a look at, so last year we had a, a technology open call with the Israeli uh, Innovation Authority. I think out of, I think 90% of the companies were related to clean tech. And, and again, you know, um, uh, we work closely with EPI Center Accelerator down in San Antonio um, that work in the utility space. And we work together with them in trying to get field trials for these Israeli companies uh, so that they can actually grow in Houston. So if, if they get that opportunity, I mean, which is the, that's why we are looking at the industry to actually you know, step up and say, hey, you know, I'm willing to try this technology and not actually, you know, um, not provide this opportunity. If they did that, you will have more companies internationally actually taking that leap forward and coming over and setting up base in Houston and and eventually the business in, in, in Houston. Okay. So as we close, uh, you obviously you're doing a lot um, and you recently had news where you're partnering with um, the Canadian uh, Consul General with this accelerator. Um, what else do you uh, do you have with Unique Ventures? What does the future look like? What are you oh, um, excited about? Yeah, so it is a very exciting uh, journey. So again, um, we we are launching that that uh, what we call Energy Next Hub uh, mid April. Um, under the guidance of the Canadian Economic Development. And then that platform will be the kind of cornerstone to actually um, uh, link up with various e ecosystems. So uh, we're looking with business fronts uh, to join them. They're, they're going to be starting up what we call the hydrogen uh, hub. Um, and they're looking at bringing French companies and vice versa, U.S. companies to France, and 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 it's kind of gateway to Europe. Um, so we are we'll be actively involved with that, and then we're also looking soon to Latin America, and 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 bringing them on board. We are, we've been in talks with EcoPetrol, and we're looking at at, at bringing companies from Colombia and uh, uh, clean tech type companies um, to Houston. Do you think uh, the pandemic will have any impact to companies? Well, obviously the timing may be affected, but will it have any long-term impacts to international companies coming into the market? No, su su surprisingly, not at all. In fact, actually, I know um, the, 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 the whole Zoom uh, so-called system has allowed people to do a bit more reflection, correct? So they didn't have to actually get on a plane and, and, and say, hey, oh, my, my, I wasted my trip you know, not knowing who to talk to. So now a lot of the front-end work can be done by Zoom. And then when they get on the plane to come over here and talk, it's more on how do I sign my contract and, 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 and things like that. So it's it, it was a blessing in disguise, actually. So, you know, the, the trips are a bit more how should I say, effective. So, for example, we'd be trying to do some work with even bringing uh, companies with um, from Indonesia. We're going to use um, Amy Henry, who's the CEO of Unique Ventures, is uh, a board member with Thai uh, Houston. So we're going to use Thai Global, uh, if, you, if you don't know about it, to look at companies outside in the Asia, Asia Pacific uh, area. So again, it, it, it is going to be a global, Houston is going to be the kind of the epicenter of getting all the companies in, uh, in, into clean tech and, and, and 
and we are excited to be part of it. Good. So this is very exciting time for you. I know you mentioned the San Antonio partnership. Are you tying in all of these global partnerships with some type of relationship locally with the Greater Houston Partnership or even the city? Yeah, so we want to do that. But at first, we just wanted to make sure that we have consolidated all these technology bridges. And then we want to have a discussion with the Greater Houston Partnership to make sure that we have the right platform and the support that we need. You know, we can't do this alone. I mean, yeah. because we're doing this for Houston, but we need the Greater Houston Partnership and uh, to, to actually, you know, the mayor himself to, to, to help. And, and now with this first launch in Canada, uh, there's no reason why uh, we can't work together and, 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 how shall I say, use us as a vehicle to, to get that collaboration going. Good. So I'm excited for Unique Ventures. I'm excited for all of the companies. I think that's going to be great for the country in general, obviously for Houston as well and the sector. So this is good work that you're doing. Yeah. So again, it, it is putting back into Houston and hopefully, you know, with, with the Energy 2.0, uh, Houston will be on the map if it's not already on the map. But we just need to make sure that we can measure the deliverables and show some tangible um uh, uh, delivery of targets that, that Houston can be proud of. Thank you again, Thomas. I thank you for joining us oh, today as a guest. To, to, to have a discussion and, and look forward for the news uh, in the near future. And uh, we'll be uh, launching a few, few, few uh, how shall I say, uh, technology bridges, I would like to call them. Exciting. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. There's more episodes featuring economic development leaders throughout the country, and we thank all of the participants for sharing their perspectives. Check out all of the episodes in this series at blueprintcreativegroup.com slash economic development.